Madame et Monsieur, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles McDonald, brought to you in association with Force Magazine on World Radio Paris. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is a primetime fashion show for World Radio Paris, brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I will be hosting the show exclusively for World Radio Paris. After an apparel action-packed summer, the City of Light shows no signs of resting into the autumn. With the biannual Fashion Week celebrations starting in Paris next week, the city is already gearing up to show its spring-summer 2020 offering to the international media. Meantime, as the desk editors and designers return from their summer sabbatical, here are some of the top trending tales that are currently affecting the French fashion scene. German photography titan Peter Lindbergh has died. The West Poland-born, German-raced photographer Peter Lindbergh has died. The news was announced via his official Instagram account, which read, It is with great sadness that we announce the passing of Peter Lindbergh on the 3rd of September 2019, at the age of 74. He survived by his wife Petra, his first wife Astrid, his four sons Benjamin, Jeremy, Joseph and Simon, as well as seven grandchildren, leaving a big void. The prolific lensman has had a long history with British Vogue, most recently capturing 15 stars for the September 2019 Forces for Change issue, which was guest edited by Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Sussex. For the mammoth cover shoot, which took place over three continents and several days, and in a first for the magazine and him, via video link, Lindbergh was the only man for the job. He makes everyone feel their best, said British Folk Editor-in-Chief Edward Eninfo. The Duchess's instructions for Lindbergh for the shoot, I want to see freckles, were perfectly aligned with his style of photography. I hate retouching, I hate makeup. I always say, take the makeup off. Lindbergh told Fashion Features editor Ellie Phillips, the number of beautiful women who have asked me to lengthen their legs or to move their eyes further apart, you would not believe. Right now, it's a culture of madness. The Sussex echoed this in the family's social tribute to the creative. His work is revered globally for capturing the essence of a subject and promoting healthy ideals of beauty, eschewing photoshopping and preferring natural beauty with minimal makeup. Sometimes I wonder I'm becoming an old schmuck, but it was wonderful to photograph this project, Lindbergh noted on his latest collaboration with the title, which was delayed on account of the photographer's relaxed approach to digital correspondence. I got an email from Edward, he recalled. I didn't see it for two months because I never checked my inbox. And then finally I got a call from an unknown number and it was him. I was so thrilled. Peter Lindbergh was both a visionary photographer and a dear friend, said Eninfo upon hearing news of his passing. His ability to see real beauty in people and the world 
was ceaseless and will live on through the images he created. He will be missed by everyone known to him, who worked with him, or who loved him or one of his pictures. The September issue was Lindbergh's first cover for the magazine since its September 1992 issue. But its now iconic January 90 cover, featuring the original supermodels of Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, Tatjana Petitz and Christy Tillington, is perhaps his most famous work ever. From his work for the International Vogues to the emotive Pirelli calendars and Calvin Klein campaigns that made him a household name, Lindbergh's elegant and cinematographic thought of shooting will, as his estate has said, leave a permanent void in the world of real fashion. Nicki Minaj has designed a capsule collection for the House of Fendi. If you're looking to emulate Nicki Minaj's bold style, then you're in luck, as the Grammy-nominated artist is launching a capsule collection for Fendi next month. WWD announced that Minaj's collection is called Fendi Prince On, in reference to her hit song Chun-Li, and will launch on October the 14th. The collection will include logo-printed reversible puffers, graphic tees, sequence dresses, and more than a few figure-hugging silhouettes in her trademark bolt colours. There's an accessories offering also that includes handbags, peekaboo, baguette, canyou, and a new belt, as well as sneakers, wrapped-round sunglasses, and hooped earrings. Speaking of the collaboration, Serge Brunswick, Fenty's chairman and chief executive officer said, She's a great artist and one of the best rappers around. Fenty shares a great affinity with her. She represents well one of Fenty's dimensions, the fun aspect of the brand, and she will present it extremely well. He noted her friendship with Carol Lagerfeld, as well as with Sylvia Venturi Fendi, adding, Yes, yeah, she's extreme, but we are not afraid of that, and found it very interesting working with her. The collection is very colourful and very strong. It makes a statement which we are super happy with. The news follows Minaj's apparent retirement this week. Taking to Twitter, Nikki wrote that she is retiring to have my family, with boyfriend Kenneth Perry. However, after confusion and sadness from fans, she apologised for the abrupt and insensitive announcement though didn't backtrack on the retirement message. The Fendi Prince On collection will launch on October the 14th and in stores globally from October the 16th. It may not be the last collaboration between the pair, with Brunswick saying, you never know about the future, Fendi's always thinking about the next project, but for now, let's focus on this one. A Saint Laurent Café is opening in Paris. As Paris Fashion Week approaches, the House of Saint Laurent has taken the opportunity to open its first café. Located on Rue de Juliette, attached to the YSL boutique, a mere stone's throw from the Tuileries Garden, 
the stylish new cafe it will immerse its visitors into the world of the famous fashion house. With its all-black and neon light decor, the place offers all types of coffee, a la carte, which are made using top-of-the-range Feima E61, a barista's favourite, as well as a selection of pastries and cakes. And what's more is that each week, for each coffee purchased, a QR code containing a playlist compiled by the House of Saint Laurent will be shared. Kate Moss and Cara Delevingne have reimagined Carol Lagerfeld's signature white shirts in his honour. To celebrate Carol Lagerfeld's legacy, a collection of the designer's friends and fellow creatives have come together to reimagine his signature shirting. Inspired by his admission that he would like most to have reinvented the white shirt, for me, the white shirt is the basis of everything and everything else comes after. Kate Moss, Cara Delevingne, Karine Reutfeld, Tommy Hilfiger, Sebastian Jondo, Diane Kruger and Takashimi Murakimi have reinvented Lagerfeld's uniform which he purchased from Hilditch and Key, owing to the German street shirtmaker's crisp high collars and pristine finish. Each of the seven designs will be replicated 77 times and sold for €777 on caro.com and farfetch.com from the 26th of September, in accordance with Lagerfeld's favourite number, 7. All proceeds will go to Sever, La Vie Medical Research at Paris, Discounts University, which the designer supported for a number of years and drew its logo by his own very hand. The search will also be displayed in Carol Wagerfeld's headquarters on Rue Saint-Golien on the 25th of September during Passion Fashion Week. Alongside this, additional custom pieces will be featured by Kaya Gerber, Gigi Hadid, Helen Mirren, Olivia Palmero, Amber Valletta, Alessandro Michel, to name a few. The work will then move to select Carol Wagerfeld stores worldwide where customers will be able to experience the tribute. It's such an honour to be involved in something so close to Carol and to honour his memory, Delevingne Colfog. Carol let me explore myself and opened me up to something I had not seen in a while, and for that I will be forever grateful. I miss him so much. The model shirt features sketches of her tattoos, from the lion's head to the word happy, and her mother Pandora's name. Carol was always fascinated by the story of my tattoos, she explained. It was a way of linking our artistic expression while honouring his memory. Moss, meanwhile, found inspiration in Sonny Hall, a poet and model represented by the Kate Moss Agency. I believe Carol would have loved him, she said. The words written on the left-hand side of her shirt are from a verse in Hall's Clutching Pens. It's all about laughter and happiness, Moss continued, as Carol was always holding a pen and laughing. I think it's the perfect tribute to him. Carol was always looking to the future. The sharing of memories and anecdotes entitled A Tribute to Carol, The White Shirt Project, follows Carol Forever, a memorial for Lagerfeld staged by Chanel and Fendi, both of which he helmed creatively for decades.
staged at the Grand Palais, the iconic Paris venue, was transformed for the fantastical settings of his Chanel shows since 2005. During Men's Fashion Week, it was an evening of lively, nuanced and varied interviews and performances. Carol is his own greatest legacy, Delevingne added, of playing part in commemorating her friend. Everything he did will be remembered and seen as a future inspiration for future generations. Thabe Magugu wins the 2019 LVMH Prize. Thabe Magugu, the South African designer based in Johannesburg, has won this year's LVMH Prize. The award comes with a prize of €300,000 and a year's worth of mentoring from the LVMH group. Alicia Vikander, one of the faces of Louis Vuitton, presented Magugu with the honour. The talent in this room is quite simply stupefying and the finalists represent the future of fashion, said the actor. The jury prize, which has been renamed the Prix Carol Agafeld, the late designer once sat on the jury with the likes of Maria Grazia Churi, Mark Jacobs, Nicolas Gaschieri, Humberto Leon, Jonathan Anderson and Claire Light Keller. Went to Head Mena, an Israeli designer who represents his gender-neutral fashion trademark in Paris. Delphine Arnault, the founder of the prize, paid tribute to Lagerfeld's contributions, saying, This event owes much to Carol Lagerfeld, a creative genius with immense intelligence, who was present since the prize creation in 2013. This year's finalists for the LVMH Prize were narrowed down from a record number of applicants. More than 1,700 from over 100 countries. The capsule collection, comprising 50 pieces, was designed by eight finalists and is available to go on purchase through the luxury retail website 24 Survey. Eric Goni, CEO of 24, told Vogue, Facing current economic and environmental issues, this new generation of designers share a unique vision of committed fashion. They are constantly thinking of new ways to create, whilst questioning the status quo. Whether it's upcycling or working with sustainable fabrics or processes, for example, this crop of talent is truly creating the future of fashion for today. Demna Gavasalia leaves Vetemont. Demna Gavasalia is leaving Vetemont to pursue new ventures, according to a statement released by the Zurich-based fashion house over the weekend. He will continue as creative director of Balenciaga, where he will present his spring-summer 2020 collection on the 29th of September during Paris Fashion Week. When he and his brother Guram founded Vetemont five years ago with a handful of friends, its visibility on the international fashion scene soared despite the group's initial attempt at anonymity. The creative's upturned show protocol 
by staging men's and women's wear collections in two collections per year, presented off the traditional fashion schedule. This garnered the attention of the fashion protocols with their anarchic trend on everyday streetwear or nomcore. I started Vetemont because I was bored of fashion and against all odds, fashion did change once and forever since Vetemont's appeared. I also opened the door for so many people, so many iconoclasts and so many radicals, he recently told WWD. I feel that I have accomplished my vision of a conceptualist and design innovator at this exceptional brand, and Vetemont's has matured into a company that can evolve its creative heritage into a new chapter all on its own. For his final Vetemont Spring 2020 presentation, the creative director switched on a full Demna filter in terms of the product, so there was zero compromise in terms of his content. The collection is a perfect representation of my authentic vision for Vetemont's, with many codes that evolved since five years ago, and a few new ones thrown in. The words written on napkins scattered around McDonald's on Paris de Champs-Élysées, the show's setting, were similar to Vetemont's original mission statement. Police uniform, capitalism, clothes for rent, global mind, new old goth, fashion forever. Demna, through ever-subversive disruption, distilled this down to the powerful missive. There is an identity crisis, so we live in a time where dressing and fashion have a powerful role, both inside and outside society. He chose never to take a bow after a Vetemont show. On discussing the new chapter, co-founder and chief executive officer, Guram, said Vetemont's has always been a collective of creative minds. We will continue to push the boundaries even further, respecting the codes and the authentic values of the brand, whilst keeping on supporting honest creativity and genuine talent. He hinted at expansion with supplies collaborators and projects which will be revealed in the very near future. And finally, what happens when the world of high fashion meets the world of high cabaret? The Moulin Rouge is celebrating its 130th birthday. The legendary Parisian cabaret will celebrate its birthday on the 6th of October with the light and show sound open to all. For over 130 years, the Moulin Rouge has been at the top of the list of the most spectacular cabarets in the world. This very special birthday promises just to be equally spectacular. It was back in 1889 where the inauguration of the Moulin Rouge, right at the bottom of Montmartre, became a spectacle. The place achieved notoriety and all of Paris rushed there to watch its wonderful French can-can shows. The place has been inspired in the artworks of Toulouse-Lautrec, as well as being a source of inspiration for writers in search of realism. The stage has seen such artists such as the whimsical Misquette and Colette and the theatre has seen much scandal in its time. Back in 1907, Colette kissed her mistress Missy, the Marquise de Monry, at the end of her show Rêve d'Egypte, creating an uproar. The cabaret is the most emblematic and vivid testimony of an entire era in which one seeks above all to fascinate and shock 
in the face of rigid classicism from the middle class folk to the boy in the street. On October the 6th, 2019, the Moulin Rouge will celebrate its 130th birthday with a 10-minute light and show sound on its facade, which will retrace its rich history, the beginnings of its success and its famous ferry show. 60 artists from the company will come up with a performance based on a French can-can dance. Paris is one big party and it will prove itself once again through this exceptional evening that it's also open to all. I hope that you can join us for the next show where I will be giving my professional critique about the most recent international offerings for the spring-summer 2020 runway shows, with Paris acting, as always, as the protagonist. With more details and features to follow, you can catch up with all the fashion news on forcemagazine.com and at FORC Magazine on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on.